Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Two Drunk Fans. Gab, what are you drinking? I was drinking mojitos at dinner, and now I'm drinking water because adulting me needs to get some work done after I record my drunk podcast with you. Enjoying. What am I drinking? Uh, I had half a margarita with dinner, but it wasn't mixed well, so it was like the bottom was all tequila, the middle was all triple sec, and the top was all probably lime. I didn't get that far. So I was sipping it. I was like, Christ, what is this taste? It like I had this uh, sensory flashback to college. I was like, this is cheap Cuervo really? at the bottom. Yeah. They didn't they didn't mix it. If they did, they, they gave it the most basic stir and sent it out to me, so. Oh, boy. Yeah, I... I mean, I got through half of it, though, so... You're, you're like, yay, I did that. Look, I paid for that. I'm not going to just let, there and sit, let it we sit both there. We both went out, right? We yeah. both went out for Tex-Mex tonight. Mm-hmm. Purely by coincidence. But not in the same city. You got real Tex-Mex, though, because you're in Texas. I did. I got real Tex-Mex because I am in Texas for work. It was a treat myself sort of evening with some cheesy enchiladas and tacos and shit like that nice well do you want to just dive right in let's just dive right in let's go in head first like pete rose let's dive right in so nwsl scores how did we do uh the first game boston and portland i thought it was gonna be two to nothing boston i thought it was gonna be one to three portland you got we the number of goals had- right I did. I got the number of goals correct because the game ended up two to two, but uh, we ended in a draw for, for our bet. Yeah, we're gonna have to just renew it for this weekend. We we may. Oh God, yeah, we totally should. We don't even have to think about it. Yes, yes, because we meet one more time, Boston and Portland. Oh my God, play a third time this season in September. That's so good. <laughs> Great. We don't have to do any more work. Okay. Done. Right? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so uh, the next match was New Jersey and Houston. You said three to one. I said four to nothing. One of us got the goal total right because both of our numbers equaled four. But we both correctly said New Jersey was going to kick Houston's ass. Um, the score was two to one. Uh, we both earned two points there. Um, what did you think of that match? I thought Houston looked better with Morgan Bryan than without. I I thought New Jersey was pretty pretty fun to watch. I'm I'm kind of enjoying New Jersey and what they do. I do. I am too. So the next match, Washington versus Kansas City. Uh, you got because you thought Kansas City would win. I thought Washington could turn it around because they had Mal Pugh. Um, so another two points to you. Uh, Mal Pugh subbing in halfway through the second half. Um, she came in like the 50-something minute, though. It, it, she had plenty of time to affect halfway the Halfway through? She could have had an impact, but, I mean, it's also her first fucking game, and she just joined this week. So we got to give her, like, the Marta bubble. <laughs> I think we gotta give her playing like professional sports. We gotta give her more than the Marta bubble because even though I Marta agree. was adjusting, she has what like ten years of professional experience under her belt. And Malpu, does Marta only have ten years of professional experience? No, it's probably more than that. Marta has probably been playing almost as long as Mal- Malpu has been alive. So I was like, I thought Marta was around longer than that. Marta's like thirty, thirty-one now, and I feel like she started as a teen. So yeah. 
She's been in the shit. She's been in the shit. All right. And then the next one was NC Chicago. Uh, uh, NC Chicago. You got the number of ghouls correct. Kicking North Carolina's ass. What what happened to North Carolina? I think Kristen Press just had way too much room to operate. She She was feeling it. She was feeling herself in that game. Do I need to go back and rewatch that one? I think it's a fun game to rewatch if you're a Chicago fan, not if you're a Carolina fan. True. Um, and then uh, the last match was Seattle versus Orlando, which shocked both of us. Orlando was going to win, and you thought Seattle was going to win, and they drew. So kind of the same as Boston and Portland, one-to-one. Uh, -one. Although neither of us could have predicted Ashlyn Harris getting injured in like the 23rd minute in that game on a non-contact injury, hurting her quad. So I feel like there's there's a lot happening there. She's not going to Europe. No, we'll get to that real quick. But who had the most points from this past weekend? From this past weekend? Oh, shit. Um, you had five points and I had three points. Yes. So you're back in the lead with 24 points and I am sitting there with 20. All right. That's not an insurmountable lead. One good weekend and you could be, you know, leapfrog. I know. I had a good weekend last weekend, so you know, I know I know I have it in me to guess correctly. Parody. There's parody in this podcast. <laughs> there is parody in this podcast. We're only six weekends in and uh six and a half, I guess, because Wednesday there was a game. Were you able to watch <laughs> North Carolina versus Sky Blue? No, no, no. Did you? Uh I only caught the second half because I had to go see an apartment for the first half. And what did you think? I thought in the second half, McDonald and Williams needed to kind of get in there more for NC, but apparently they did that just fine in the first half, which is where they got their two goals. Um, in the second half, when Dabinia kept trying to push through the middle and Christy Pierce every single time was like, that's so sweet that you think that you can do that. Oh, honey. Yeah, I thought Sky Blue hung in there. Sam Kerr came on. They started to look a little different. They might have been able to get one back, but... Uh, yeah, I think North Carolina was a little bit like, we allowed three, two games in a row. No, no mas. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's, Sky Blue is just weird. Like, Sky Blue was what, going into that game as number two in the league? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I, this league is just so interesting, and it changes week to week, and I can't keep up. Like, I literally cannot keep up. NC is now one. Sky Blue dropped to three. So the top four right now are North Carolina, Chicago, Sky Blue, Seattle. Dude, we both only have two of the listed in our playoff teams. Uh-oh. But North Carolina is in the lead with 15 points. They're five points clear. But uh, two through seven, they're at. there's only a two-point difference. Because Chicago mm -hmm. and Sky Blue have 10, Seattle, Portland have 9, FC Casey and Boston have 8, and even Orlando has 6. So we're only 6 games through the season. It's a 24-game season, right? 12 home, 12 away. So 25% mm -hmm. through. Who knows what could happen? It's so crazy. Memorial Day weekend coming up. We have a ton of games on Saturday. Let's talk about what happened this week. Soccer like, and I, I have been immersed in work and administrative stuff all week so uh what has gone on at Woso? i think 
we can talk a little bit about Ashlyn Harris being out for eight weeks with that quad injury that we talked about earlier when the Pride were playing uh, Seattle. She went to take a goal kick and then just immediately collapsed. Something went wrong. It happened. Like, remember that time Kai Simon was playing for Australia and she literally ran on the field and then one minute later her ACL was done? Like, yeah. That was weird. So I, it's one of those weird injuries. Fortunately, it's only eight weeks. Two months sounds like a lot, but they said approximately, so maybe she'll come back a little earlier than that. You don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah, but she's definitely going to miss at least four or five games for Orlando while she heals, so that does suck. But it has a ripple effect because she's out, so the United States has two friendlies coming up against Sweden and Norway, and I don't know if it was always a plan to call up someone else from MWSL. I doubt it. But with Harris out, that means Abby Smith is in. What does that mean for the breakers? Gosh. Well, okay. The U.S. soccer press release says all teams are expected to have their national teamers for the June 3rd weekend. And then league breaks for the friendlies. It's a FIFA window. And then, so they play their second game June 11th. And that gives them a solid week to return. So I don't think anybody's going to miss any NWSL games. They, they've got five days in between coming back from Norway and then next weekend's games that start on the 17th. So well, there we go. Everything should be fine for once. Everything is awesome. For once. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. When you work with the FIFA window. I know, right? right. Jesus. What's really going to be disruptive is that little tournament of nations late in July and, and beginning of August. But we'll get to that one. It get will to be, that. yeah. The roster. So besides Abby Smith making the roster, uh, the other interesting things that I thought were Allie Krieger's gone for this mm-hmm. game. Only. I don't want to say gone permanently. Speculation that she might be one of those three national team players who lost their contract with U.S. soccer. Looks like Sonnet. That's rough. Yeah, Sonnet's really not getting called in. I mean, what do you think about that? I think Sonnet has been okay, but she's made mistakes for Portland too this season. She she has. She she still makes rookie mistakes, and she's not a rookie anymore. But I also think that looking at the roster of who got called in, that there there's like it's weird. Sonnet's not a veteran, but you it's I think it's Jill playing around with who's who's in the back there. They did. So the new name they're bringing along in the defense now is Dahlkemper. And then Hinkle has mm-hmm. returned, Jalene Hinkle. And I'm assuming um, she'll go in maybe on that left side as the fullback or, or a wingback. Um, I really don't agree with this decision to be phasing out Allie Krieger without a solid replacement for her. Can, can you look at our defensive pool right now and immediately anybody in the national team defensive pool, you go, that's our right back for the next four years. Crystal Dunn. Oh my God! Why do you keep like putting that into the universe? <laughs> because Jill has it in the universe. Oh gosh, it's in Jill's universe. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, Kelly. Uh, like, unless you're gonna make Kelly O'Hara be more versatile. Looking at that roster, I'm like, well, I guess she'll just make Kelly O'Hara do her best at right back, even though she doesn't like. That's not where she's maximized, but. I mean, she's such a Swiss knife of a player that she, you can put her anywhere, generally, and she'll at least be mostly competent, but not outstanding. Right. It's, it's, Krieger at her peak was outstanding, 
And I really think she Creek. needs a specialized right back. Yeah, Krieger at her peak was almost perfect. And there are people on the internet who will argue that she was perfect. Oh, I think uh, Allie Krieger would be the first person to tell you that she's not perfect, which, oddly enough, would be more evidence that she is perfect, but whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think she's slightly slowing down. You can't help it. You're getting older. But but not not enough for it to really hurt her in NWSL, at least. And then on the national team, you know, if we're not playing in a tournament, then what's the harm of bringing Allie Krieger along to maybe mentor somebody to help them be a better right back? I don't know. I feel like we've always had that veteran experience mm-hmm. and take that veteran experience along with us. But, I mean, are we at the point where U.S. soccer is really cutting down on, like, that veteran experience like that that's the shit that blows my mind about what's going on in u.s soccer right now and and while granted i feel like we put all of this juju into the atmosphere years ago when we were talking when we were just venting and venting and venting about abby and how why aren't we relying more on the youth but oh my god like we're relying more on the youth now and it's kind of scary well, we're relying more on the youth in certain areas, but in right back, who are we relying on? You know? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe that's where Hinkle goes. Aaron Gilliland. Um, <laughs> what? I I would like to see Aaron Gilliland get called in. Well, yeah. Okay. But we already have the roster. We are, we The roster is the one that we got. The other interesting thing was uh, Sid LaRue in, Lynn Williams out. And I think what's going on here is in the press release, they said it's a short camp. There's not a lot of training periods. I think they're going, they're playing, they're coming back. So instead of bringing like a 24 player roster that they'll cut down to 18 for game day, they're just bringing a pretty slim roster. They're not going to be doing a lot of evaluation. The Harris thing forced their hand. So they had to bring another keeper. But they said straight out, we're not bringing three keepers because there's just not enough time to evaluate everybody. So I think they're sure. bringing LaRue here. And instead of 22, they'll make it 21, which means Lynn Williams has to go. I don't think LaRue's going to stick around unless she can outperform Lynn Williams, and that's not happening. I mean, Sid LaRue's looking pretty good in NWSL. Is she, though? Uh, I mean, she's being a playmaker. She's being disruptive. She's... I think kind she's, of doing the job minus scoring a ton of goals. I think she's giving like 110% at FCKC. And obviously they got so shook when A-Rod went out like that. Like I'm I'm sure a lot of their plans and training hinged on LaRue and A-Rod up top together. So she's adjusting, mm-hmm. but I don't see her replacing Lynn Williams. Yeah. And I don't see her also taking a spot over Kalia Ohai. Ohai's not in. Is Ohai in? No, no. I was like, Ohai's not in here. No, Ohai's not in. But, like, if she's not in, then after this mandatory call-up after maternity leave is over, if Ohai can't make it in, you think Sydney LaRue's going to make it in? Right? Like, so is this LaRue's mandatory? Why wouldn't they Why wouldn't they leave it for a domestic? Like, why do you fly Sydney LaRue to Europe? I don't know. Maybe because it's either in the CBA that it has to be the first game after a certain period, or maybe because, I don't know, they're they're taking Tournament of Nations more seriously because they have to win at home. 
especially after how she believes went down. I mean, I would love it for to be written into the CBA like that because then I want to see players strategically have babies right before the World Cup. <laughs> Strategy. Just like picking the exact time when they need to deliver, timing the maternity leave, and then, hey, Jill, guess what? You got to call guess me in what? for the World you, Cup qualifiers. You owe me the CB, CBA says. Yeah, so I guess you're you're right. It's maybe not the timing. Like, it's not like when maternity leaves over, you get called into the next camp. I but you're just guaranteed a camp. I think you're just guaranteed a camp, and I'd be surprised as to what Jill is seeing in Larue. Like, I I'm not writing Larue being in camp, be, doing this trip as her one shot. I think I think Jill while watching NWSL is kind of re-noticing falling back in love with Sydney LaRue maybe maybe yeah I don't want to write Sydney LaRue off either maybe she's like saving it all in a jar and then when she gets to Europe she's gonna open the lid and just like you know Mm-hmm. we'll see I, I I like rooting for people I don't want to be like LaRue is out Kapow. yeah exactly so we'll just see. like that Sweden they play June third and then norway june 8th and then the first game's on mm-hmm. espn 2 second game's on fox like fox fox not fox sports f-o-x the one we do like the one that shows the new girl oh okay i don't i have not the news one right right i've never seen an episode of new girl actually oh my god i love it i love the new girl so hard is it the new girl? except except i i think it's just new girl oh okay I, except they did this weird thing last season where the main character, um, Zoe Deschanel, uh, her, she in real life, like, I think had a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they brought in Megan Fox to be like the sub tenant. It just made the series a little weird. Mm-hmm. Now she's like a recurring player or recurring character. And I'm just I'm not that into her. Sure. I'm just not. No, I'm I'm not really either. I think Michael Bay put her through a lot for Transformers. I, I have a lot of sympathy for that, actually. Um, but yeah, not my bag of chips. I understand if other people find her appealing, though. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Totally, totally. I'm not saying anything bad about her. I'm just saying she's not my bag of chips, maybe just J- like you said. Maybe Jill should call her in for evaluation. You never know. She might surprise us. You never know. She could have mad skills. Mad skills. You heard it here first. Megan Fox is secretly like the biggest footballista in the world. Mad skills. She's got like those Heath footwork skills. Okay. Uh, so that just leaves us with... Oh, actually, last episode, we didn't talk about the Players Association. What? We didn't talk about the new NWSL Players Association we last episode. did, did we? No. And then we were like, okay. fart, we'll talk about it this episode. So real quick... And we saw players, non-national team, non-federation players, they formed a players association. But, caveat, it's not legally a union yet. Okay. Uh, And I don't think each team has elected their team reps yet either. Each team gets two reps, I believe, in the PA. And right now, I think there's temporary reps while they get everything together and line up all their ducks and shit. But um, I... At least for Boston, I was told they 
no comment for now. So I think they're just getting it all set up. Sure. But my, so, so we're announcing that we're setting up something. Yes. I think basically. What, what are they, what are they expecting to come out of this? Like, are they expecting, like, are they applying to become a recognized union or are they like hoping to get, I don't know. Like, what are they trying to get with, get out of, like, what's their move? What's their motive? What are they doing? I know what they're doing. I know why they're, they're setting this up, but like. Why announce it before you're recognized? So their Twitter says, we are the voice of all non-allocated NWSL players. Well, and there are only Federation contracts for Americans and Canadians. Right. Um, so I think And we that... have a lot of international, like, is Marta part of this Players Association? I think she might be, according to how they're designating people. Like, I mean, she would be represented by them, but I wonder... I mean... I assume that they got the critical mass of buy-in, too, from the players. Like, you can't say we represent all non-Federation players, and then, you know, one non-Fed player pops up and is like, you don't speak for me. So so I don't think they've made the announcement without the approval of everybody. Uh, They said they have a constitution and bylaws ratified in May. It's May. They tweeted about it May 15th, so that's... May 15th was a Monday, so I get the feeling it happened the week before. They waited the weekend, mm-hmm. planned their PA's uh, press release. They planned their press release and then put it out there. Membership- right, but I still I still don't understand why I do it before you're recognized. As a, legally as a union? I don't know. Maybe they don't have like the money or resources to legally be a union yet, but right now they uh, are. Maybe they're going to sell merch or something? Maybe, I don't know. Or, or co- collect dues collect dues maybe oh maybe and drum up the money i wonder what i wonder what hoops they have to jump through in order to become a union i'm sure the national labor relations board has that answer somewhere on their website well i know but i'm i'm just wondering if they have to be like an established organization you know i would bet so i'm and so i would this is their attempt at establishing yeah not everybody i'm i'm sure like to apply to get like protected union status there must be some kind of like threshold you have to meet Mm -hmm. so so membership in the association is limited to all active non-allocated players including all amateur players really yes so that's pretty important yeah i'm wondering if they're going to start advocating for getting amateurs paid i hope so somebody needs to i would not can't be be just fans I think this is a really good step forward, even though they're not technically legally a union yet. At least there's a a group that can collectively speak for non-Federation players now, like organization, mm-hmm. a hierarchy with leadership at the top. I mean, we know for sure y'all, Avery Bush is one of those leaders. Uh, and I bet there's a lot of FCKC support in there just because of proximity to y'all. And maybe Becky Sauerbrunn, too, who couldn't be officially involved. But I bet was certainly like giving notes. Probably. I mean, probably helping or advising in her whatever capacity. So I'm really looking forward to this. I hope NWSL, the league, uh, keeps up their positive tone. Right now, the league Mm -hmm. is very like pro. Yay, good for the players. We're happy. Whatever makes the players happy or like whatever's good for the players is good for the league. And I hope they don't change their tune when the Players Association goes, hey, you need to pay these people. It might. 
That's what unions are there for. I'm very pro-union, so yay. Okay, so let's NWSL. We've got some more action coming up. Um, real quick, outside of NWSL, <laughs> uh, Carly Lloyd picked up a three-game suspension for throwing an elbow in a Manchester City game. Here's the kicker. Man City were already winning 5-1 against Yeovil Town, and it was like the 89th minute, and she's in the box, some players holding her, which happens in every single soccer game ever to happen, like at the pro level. Ever. Carly Lloyd should have like a decade of experience dealing with this, and she decides, I'm just going to take my elbow and swing it around into somebody's head and hope that nobody notices. And three-game suspension, and like... How? How is this okay? It's not. I think three games is fine. Um, She did only have four games left for Man City, though, so she'll only play one more game with them before she returns to NWSL. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think she already missed That's her game awesome. against Chelsea. They still won, but it was only by 1-0, so. Right. Uh, yeah, I see. I saw a lot of people being like, well, the other player was holding her. And I'm like, that doesn't give you the right to escalate elbowing someone. What if she had hit her seriously in the head? She literally was subbed in. And this was like the first thing she did. uh, It was pretty much the only thing she did, you know, in the the time that she was in. She was subbed in like, I want to say the 70th something. And this is the 89th. So not even 20 minutes in. Elbow to the head. I think she's lucky she didn't catch the player in the wrong spot. Could have given her a concussion, could have, you know, fractured uh, the, what's it, the orbital bone around her eye, depending where she hits her. You just don't mess with somebody's head when it comes to sports. No, and she should know that. She's the one that wears the headgear from time to time. She's gotten many a black eye. Mm-hmm. I think there's even a t-shirt with black eye Carly on it. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's any excuse for someone who's been in the game as long as she has and who is as old as she has. Like, she needs to have a little more sense than that. And I think red card for that was automatic three-game suspension according to FA policy. So nothing to be done about it. You, If you look nope. at the video of it, it's not even an accident. She's, like, p- cocking her arm and then throwing it back into the player. That's not, like, a professional player's response. That's, yeah. like... What smack talk was she talking to you during the match? I mean, was she whispering in Carly's ear, like, you're a failure. You'll never be as good as Marta. Like, what was... Yes. What was yes, just she so... was. She absolutely was. I don't know. I, I understand how it happened. My temper has snapped for far, like, lesser things. But I'm not a professional athlete on video. I don't know, like, just hip check her or something if you feel like you have to, like, try and get her away from you, you know? That, 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 the thing is, is Carly was not playing defense on this corner kick. If Carly just let the player continue to do that and the ref saw it, they this was all happening in the box. And it's not like refs are prone to call things on set plays like that. But they do, but, yeah. But they do. So take your chances with that. Like, it will not result in a fucking red card and three-game suspension. Right? I agree. Do you, do you want to go into this week? Upcoming games? Yeah. We've got Houston hosting Seattle. Seattle coming off of a one-to-one draw against Orlando. Houston just being uh, beat by 
New Jersey. What do you think this one's going to do? I think a lot of it depends on, once again, how healthy Morgan Bryan is. She's still not 90 minutes. She did 81 minutes in the last game, but the commentators are saying she was signaling to come off for the last 10 of that. So it sounds like she's really only good for about 75 minutes. If she's a little healthier, she can probably go like a 75 or 80 again this game. And if she goes a full 90, she's not going to be going at 100% for all 90. So I'm going to call this 2 nothing for Seattle. <laughs> Sorry, Houston. Okay. Um, I am going to say that this one is going to be uh, zero. Um, I'm going to say it's zero for Houston and four for Seattle. Four for Seattle? Four for Seattle. Wow. Okay. That's bold. Yeah. That's I know. It bold. sucks. Sucks. I hated saying those words. Sorry, Houston. I'm, I'm so sorry about <clears throat> her. I can't control what she does. I'm sorry. Um, how about Chicago, North Carolina in Chicago? Isn't this the doggy game? Bring Wait. your dog to the park game. Oh, if it is, I'm going to tune in early and, and hope Go90 starts to stream like early enough so we can see the dogs. <laughs> I, I think I think that's what's going on this weekend. Bring your dog to the game night? Maybe. I hope so. We have five games on Saturday. And let's see. Houston and Chicago, same time. Sky Blue starts at 7. FC Casey's 8. Portland starts at 10. So, yeah. There's a little bit of overlap happening here. It's going to be... Do you have enough devices? (laughs) Yes, maybe. 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 Sweet. Sweet. Uh, I think this one... I think Chicago's on a tear. I mean, they had just beat North Carolina three to one. North Carolina played a midweek game, so may- potentially a little bit tired. This match is in Chicago, so North Carolina's going from their home to Chicago. I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold, and I'm gonna say two to nothing, Chicago. I'm gonna say three one again for Chicago. No original right. thought. All right, New Jersey versus Orlando. Let's see, this is at home for New Jersey and Piscataway. Orlando just tied Seattle 1-1, despite the calamity that happened, I think. New Jersey just lost to North Carolina. Yes. On a Wednesday. This could be a fun game. Orlando really trying to establish a rhythm. Sky Blue. They don't have Ashlyn Harris. They don't have Ashlyn Harris. I'm going to actually call this another 1-1 tie. All right. I'm going to say this is going to be 2-2-1 New Jersey. Okay, okay. FCKC Washington. Mm, God, this one seems easy. I'm going to go <laughs> 3 to nothing FCKC. Yeah, they're at home in KC. I'll say 2-0 to FCKC. All right. Portland, Boston. God, Round Christ. 2. <laughs> Boston Round just flew out today. Two in Portland. We're recording on a Thursday. Boston flew out today, I want to say in the early afternoon, because Midge Purse said she got to be in her commencement and that the schedule was that she'd walk, go to the airport, join the team, and fly out instead of taking a later flight after the rest of them. That's not an answer. Two to one to Boston. <sighs> oh, God. I'm sorry, guys. I am going to say... I mean, you gave Portland a goal in that one. Last week, you said two to nothing, 
Boston. It was looking that way, but then that freaking PK. <laughs> yeah, tell your player to keep her arms down. What was she supposed to do? She was trying to pull her arm back into the body. I understand what the ref called it, but like there was literally nothing she could do there. Right. So it was, it a, is, it was it ball is into what arm. It is. So, um, one to nothing, Portland. Same bet as last week. Right, right. That will only come into fruition in September when they meet for the third time. I think that's a home game for Boston, too. Wait, is that what the bet was? The bet I thought was... the bet was just to wear the colors of the opposing team into your own stadium. No, it has to be at the game, though, because I... The whole point of me wearing Portland gear on this weekend when Portland was playing Boston was that it was happening while Portland was playing Boston. Right, but it, you would have been in Boston. Yeah, that doesn't affect jinxes. Location has no effect on jinxes. I didn't realize this was a jinxing thing. I thought this was a public humiliation thing. It's both. But there's no jinx if you're sitting in your... Or there's no public humiliation if you're sitting at your house wearing your portland t-shirt there's no public humiliation if i'm wearing a random i can't wear portland gear to games anyway because i have to report i can't wear any team gear when i go to any games this was a bad bet but i'm still gonna live up to it because i have no creative juices left and don't can't think of a new one all right so it'll come to fruition september 10th when boston plays portland at home yes virtual hand virtual handshake completed i'm just gonna touch the computer screen Oh, well, I'm playing with my hair, so. So those are our bets for week seven of NWSL. Gosh, week seven already. We're over. I can't, it's basically over. Like, like we got to figure out what we're doing for the championship. I'm going to Orlando, man. I think I'm going to Orlando, too. I got to figure it out. That's a crazy weekend because it's Orlando Pride that weekend as well. I'm very well aware. It's going to be insane. Yeah. Bring your rainbow scarves. I I already have hotel room. I think uh, I'm going in on a hotel room with some NWSL media people. That'll be fun. We're supposed to be getting... I mean, it's getting it's getting out of time. We need to be booking it because it's, what, October? Yeah, so we should be doing that now. We probably should have booked already. It's going to be completely sold out. And you're going to have to stay at the Animal Kingdom Hotel. I'll just sleep outside. <laughs> I'll just sleep outside. It's Orlando. The weather will be fine. <laughs> uh, it'll be pride. You'll find somebody to sleep with no actually i won't none game <laughs> what was that i have none game even friendship making none game, i have none none game no i i beg to differ when have you ever seen me have game i have seen many a people make out on top of you that doesn't count i'm just game adjacent <laughs> you are you absolutely are game adjacent 